has the ability to call that. Um, the public has the ability to view this on Zoom and obviously to be in person. The meeting was advertised as a workshop and with that thought in mind, for the benefit of everyone here, we are not taking public comment because there will be ample time down the road for that. Um, so with that, I would like to call to order special meeting of the Planning Commission and the Board of County Commissioners. Sarah, might you be so kind as to call the roll? Sure. Yes. Brian Kelly. Yes. Andrew Benjamin. Here. Bill Norris. Here. Greg Yeager. Andrew Miller. Here. Here. Paul Weiss. Ben Martin. Beth Melton. Here. Tim Morgan. Here. And Tim Red. Here. Perfect. From a planning commission standpoint, we have a quorum. And again, we are blessed with the uh, presence of our county commissioners. That's not how I usually describe it. Oh, <laughs> carry on. Thank you. Last well, um, it's your meeting. You can say whatever you want. That's kind of what I thought. <laughs> uh, I'd like to start by um, the first item for discussion is the Route County Master Plan, and I'm going to turn it over to Christy who's gonna get us started on the discussion. And Christy, the, yeah, it's behind you now, so. That, that is fine. Okay. Trained professional over here. Um, thank you everybody for being here tonight. I'm here with some of our project team who you have met along the way. So we have Sarah to my left, we have Alan to my right, Robin, Michael, and then I know Jay is, uh, sitting all the way in the back, but uh, I want to also note our executive team that is here, which is myself, Jay Harrington, the county manager. We have Beth Melton, our county commissioner, and Steve representing our county commission, who's the chair. We also have over Zoom from Christine Terrell. Keith, I believe you are on the line. Yes, thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> All right, so as you can all um, probably expect, I'm very excited to be at this uh, juncture in this process. It's been a long time coming. We've had some challenges along the way, specifically through the pandemic, which had delayed our process some, but we got back on track and we had a really robust public outreach. We got really great input from the community. We had more participation and support along the way. And through all that, I believe we created uh, a really great plan that truly is a reflection of the community and what we heard through the outreach. Um, so for tonight, we're going to highlight uh, what has been included in this new plan. We um, want to get your input. Most importantly, we want to try to get you out of here as soon as possible as Commissioner Redmond and Alan have a car ride early in the morning to a solar conference. So, um, you know, ideally we would like to try to get through the presentation first and please hold your questions as there'll be time where we see we'll open it up uh, so we can answer your questions. And then we also have some questions for you, Alan. So, as I mentioned, we have a lot to cover, but we have three main goals for tonight. You know, we want to identify any gaps or issues to address. 
Vanna here is having a problem <laughs> advancing the presentation, apparently. Um, I will continue on. So in my email, you had all seen that, uh, that there is an internal process going on behind the scenes and putting this plan into its current format. We did identify some typos and some inconsistencies which are being addressed on the back end. Um, so keeping that in mind, we, our second goal is, is this plan um, ready for public consumption after we make those changes and address some of your concerns? And third, oh, we're on point there, um, we want to confirm our adoption schedule. So next, uh, we want to just discuss the approach to the draft review process. And of course, mentioned we want to share, uh, hear your edits, uh, share your edits and comments with us. So you can email them directly to me, as I mentioned in the email to you all. And some of you have already done that, and I appreciate uh, your input. We want to identify any missed plan objectives, which is of most importance. And then we want to focus on the content and policies that you have um, all reviewed. And as you do so, we want to keep in mind the county's role in those policies. Uh, you know, because policies are really about what the county can do. And we all know that what we hear sometimes from the public and the wish list are, are items that are not within our jurisdiction. You know, as an example, uh, could be things that want on federal state lands. Um, so the plan will include what we can do, and in other instances and where appropriate, we will identify who the responsibility part of the responsible party is. Um, and you'll see that in, in the implementation matrix um, later on in the plan. So what's new? While most of you likely noticed a lot of consistency that we rolled over um, you know, from the existing master plan, and that's because we kept what's been working and what we heard from the community, um, what was working. So a lot of our focus tonight is on what's new and we incorporated three new chapters into the master plan and that's historic and cultural resources, sustainability and climate action, public health and equity. Then we expanded upon um, existing elements that were in, that are in the master plan. So transportation and mobility, as well as recreation and tourism. Last, we updated the targeted growth area framework. And the primary goals of this structure was to use common language and have consistency in the plan. For example, the tier one that we are referring to as municipalities in the old plan, they referred to growth centers. We should call it what it is. They're municipalities in the plan. Um, we also want to establish clear guidelines to the reviewer and the decision makers. We use the plan all the time, and you use that plan to base your decisions on land use applications. So we want to be clear of what areas are appropriate for development. And specifically by including tier three, it reinforces the guiding principles to direct growth and development to our target areas which in effect protects and preserves our open spaces, sensitive lands, and ag lands. So next, I will highlight the framework of the introduction chapter. So staff reviewed several other uh, plans that are out there that um, we thought had really valuable information to include in the master plan. 
you know, from, you know, obviously background and history, but also how the plan works and how we use the plan. And then we thought it was great to include the relationship to other plants. As you know, we have the recently adopted climate action plan and the hazard mitigation plan that we did want to um, show how we integrated that within the master plan. Then we included 1.4 guiding principles, which really sets the tone and reinforces the foundation of the master plan. You'll notice it's not all that different because that's what we heard from the community from our existing master plan. Uh, next. So then uh, the chapter framework for each plant element encompasses three main sections. You have your background, just current issues and outlines key issues. Then we have the goals, you know, which are broad statements and that you know, really helps communicate the community's vision. And then policies, these are guidelines that have been set that inform decision-making. And then you probably notice that we pulled the action items from the existing layout of the current master plan, and we put them into their own implementation matrix. So that's included at the end of, of the document. And actions really translate the policies into tactics to implement the plan. <clears throat> So the plan chapters and policies, you'll notice there are nine elements in the master plan overall. Um, and while we do not intend to dive into each one, you're welcome. I know that you all read this plan. Um, we, we will have time to dive in a little bit deeper after the discussion. We open it up if you have um, any content or issue related items. But uh, procedurally, it would be best and it's preferred if you just email me directly if you notice anything or if you have any uh, items that just want clarified, uh, that would be the best way to handle that. So remember what I mentioned earlier about our target growth areas. So this development framework allows predictability and for us to be clear about the target area framework approach in the priority order that you see it's tier one, tier two, tier three. And why? Because we understand that there are unincorporated communities throughout the county, you know, that either have historically developed, um, have historically established development. There's some commercial development in some of these areas. Some have infrastructure, but what they all have in common is that they're all on the primary road network. So it may be feasible to consider an application for small scale development in some of these areas um, that are outside of the old growth um, center network and framework that we had before. And then more importantly, you know, this framework, as again I'll mention, it directs the group that strengthens our guiding policies and principles. So um, the next slide is the implementation plan. So um, this is something that we're pretty excited about because I think that it is set up um, as a way that is very user friendly. It takes all the policies that are shaded in a certain green, in a certain uh, shade that correlates to the element that it's um, in correlation with. And then after that are the action items that we will go through. 
On the left, you will see that there are categories. So a user could be interested in a specific item, say wildlife, and you can click on that link and it will take you to the policies that all reference um, uh, that subject or that category. And then you'll see there is the responsible party and staff, staff took a crack at what that would um, look like. But as I mentioned in my email to all of you, the intent to meet with the executive team to really hash out uh, this matrix. It does need some work, and we also want to identify and define what the appropriate timelines are to some of these actionable items. So what we have up here on the screen is all policies that relate to future growth areas. And then what the actionable item is that we know that we want to revise and update our zoning regulations. I would expect that's going to be priority one. And we already know that we are anticipating to start um, that process this fall, it's early next year. So that's how that would work. Um, and the executive team would make that recommendation back to all of you to, uh, to review and approve. So uh, master plan next steps. So this is exciting because we have just come around the last curve here and we're almost at the finish line, which is really exciting. Uh, we have built in a two month review period and still feasibly be on tar target, or hopefully I should say, still be on target for adoption by the end of August. And what that looks like is um, in a little more detail is, after we get your comments tonight, you may think of something later um, or um, you know, wanna discuss with staff beforehand, but we would really appreciate your comments by next Friday. And assuming we are uh, good to get go to move forward, we would like to try to get this out for public comment for two week public comment period for early July. Keeping that in mind, then we would schedule two more joint meetings we've built into this timeline. And so one would be at the end of July where we would consider all public comment that we've received and, um, and then schedule an adoption joint meeting for August. With this schedule, we have um, we have some flexibility that if something came up or we felt we needed another work session, we could schedule that again in July and have two public hearings in August. We thought it would be best and makes more sense to have these be joint um, joint public hearings, um, which really just cuts down on time and it just seems to be more efficient to have both decision makers at the same time. Um, and last, we um, after the plan is adopted, we will go out for our final plan outreach. So we want to circle back with all the stakeholders and tech and municipalities that helped provide uh, the content and their insight for us to um, uh, build this plan. So, uh, and, and in particular, we really want to discuss the implementation matrix because some of those actionable items might fall back as well. So, with that, Steve, I'm going to put it back to you. Great. And <clears throat> what I would like to do is bring up uh, the second slide, Alan. Which really, um, we would love that feedback to hear um, 
from you all, uh, but the goals of the meeting. Fine. Um, I'll start just by saying that I think, at least in my opinion, Christy, you and your staff um, and the consultants have really done an outstanding job in terms of putting it in. But, um, I personally like the layout. I like some of the features. And I've already provided my comments in terms of what I think is missing a little bit. But again, thank you. I know it was not an easy thing to do, particularly considering we all had to get ourselves through a pandemic, which threw a lot. I know a major curve in anybody's thoughts or everybody's thoughts, but. I like it. I think um, I have a question that I didn't ask before. And the question would be this. I'm interested to know um, when you take this public, what is it that you propose to present to the public? Physically, I guess is what I'm asking. Um, the entire document or? The intent would be the entire document. And what format would you do that? Um, what formats plural, I guess I should ask. Like through social media, is that what you're asking? Like, well, no, I'm, <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out will the public be in a position to physically get this in their hands? Yes, it would okay. be a PDF okay. document. We could have hard copies, which I see now are cringing as I say. Well, that. yeah, I guess <laughs> what, I'm, what I don't want is this. No, no. So there are, um, obviously, you had seen in here, there are sections that we are going to be inserting, which I had mentioned. Yes. So um, we actually just got the executive summary today, which we want to button up after we hear all of your um, uh, input. And we also have the appendix, which we did not include in this, which is basically all the metrics we have used in greater detail, but not overly um, too much information. I would say a healthy balance. And did you do definitions and um, did you do definitions and um, acronyms. acronyms? Thank you. So, so we discuss that with the project team, and yes, we will okay. be including <clears throat> the definition uh, section think, along with acronyms, which will be super helpful. I think I definitions think. are mostly done. The acronyms, I haven't seen that. Yeah. I think most, yeah, most of the acronyms are already in the old plan, but it there's some new ones in there that yeah, really, what's that? It should always be fine, no matter what the first time it's used, and it's just standard. Yeah. I'm doing that as I edit, but, um, but there should also be like a glossary of them. So the public will see in its full format. Perfect. Okay. Uh, with that, I think um, it's probably in our best interest to yield to the Board of County Commissioners first out of. Courtesy. So, Jim, <laughs> well, comments. I refer to our chairperson. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm executive. Sure. Um, I, I mean, I would echo what Steve said. I think that overall, I'm really happy with what this looks like. And how many years ago did we start this? Don't even know and, that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. 2019. Was it just that? Well, I didn't start till 2019. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited that we've come this far and I um, was a little nervous opening it, just wondering where we're going to be. But I think overall it's a solid document and I think the pieces that I think there's tweaks, obviously, but we'll, we'll talk through those. And um, I guess I'm not sure what you'd like to do today versus what you want folks to email you, to you. Well, I, I think um, principally the big question is out there, do we think Subject to tweaks. Right. Is the document ready for the public? 
That's the first order of business. Got it. Um, and then I think the second part is the timetable, the second formal phase, whatever. Unless yeah. I misspoke or missed something. No, I, no, I think, you know. Is there, um, well, the other thing is, is there something that is completely just right, gone yeah. out of this plant that completely has been overgrown? That's giving what you end? tremendous heartburn and you would like to address and we can talk about it here today. Um, if there's any, um, we'll, we'll definitely be going through the policy some and um, we want to reorder them and um, rearrange some of the language conceptually. If there's something that, you know, uh, it's something that we need to discuss, I would say now is the time. Um, and well, this is a discussion, yeah. so chime in. I mean, it's not formal. So, uh, just one thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, my understanding is, is that this is the work of the Planning Commission uh, primarily to put this document together. I mean, certainly we have a role as the Board of County Commissioners in ratifying it, but, you know, I've, I've got a great deal of faith in. Planning staff, the, the consultants, and the planning commission. You guys have gotten together and done some really great work here. So, short answer from my perspective, I don't have any plan about anything in here. I think it's a pretty good piece of work. Good. Here we go. You know, I've looked through this, read this, and I think it's a nice piece of work. Um, it is in progress. Um, you know, uh, some of the things that, that I'm interested in seeing are, you know, the action items and, and, and how we approach that. And that seems to me to be the serious need of this. You know, this is setting a direction, but the action items are, you know, the directions and how we're going to do to go about it. And then I guess if there was anything else that caught my attention is that, uh, Hate to use this word, but some of these will take collaboration <laughs> with with our partners. Um, and you know, we still have to reach out with them, get their feedback as we move forward. But when I look at this as I would say an outline, I like what I see. Um, you know, I like the way it was broken down into the sections. I really like the way uh, that she broke it down into what I would call subcategories, you know, wildlife and, and all the other interfaces within it, so that anybody that has a, a pet peeve or an axe to grind can go right to that section that's kind of pushing their buttons and can read uh, their concerns. But again, I think this is a very nice piece of work. Thank you. I think that, um, you know, I just want to um, describe a little bit more um, the process when it comes to the implementation um, matrix, because as you pointed out, that is um, a lot of the, the meat of this document um, is how it's going to be implemented, right? So um, the recommendation for me is to meet with the executive management team um, to really hone in and work on that section. I would love to bring it back to the county commissioners and um, 
you know, and planning commission, you know, on what that recommendation looks like so we can talk through some of these items. Uh, we intend to circulate this document and reach out specifically to some of those um, our land um, managers, for example, public land managers, for example, which you'll see there, there's some responsibility there. So make sure that they're aware, okay, this is what we heard <laughs> and, you know, this is what we are recommending. Um, so you should have those comments. And then after the plan is adopted, when we go out and do our roadshow, if you will, um, we want that, that is going to be really important that we are meeting with the right people um, to circle back with them and they realize, hey, you know, this is an actionable item and, you know, and then it will be part of my job to help, you know, create some of those uh, collaboratory efforts, if you will, which will be no easy task, I'm sure, but, um, but I'm pretty confident everybody has been really interested in this process and they've been engaged and um, I think everybody is excited for this master plan um, to be adopted and hopefully um, the public feels the same when it goes out uh, for public consumption. Well, and the fact that, you know, the stakeholders are part of the process will give them bias. Yeah, exactly. Um, just circling back to the question of, um, I don't know if the right word is glaring omissions. One thing that did really jump out to me is it doesn't seem that there is any um, discussion of the county road infrastructure and think how we think about that in terms of development. Yeah. Um, you know, in the transportation section, there's a lot of great stuff about trails and um, alternative mm -hmm. modes of transportation, getting people out of cars, et cetera. Um, but given the rural nature of the county, we're always going to need, and, and agriculture and all those things, right? We're going to need a road system yeah. um, that is going to continue to need to expand and be maintained. And um, I think the impacts on that road system, the way that road system is, is uh, needs to grow and change should be a part of our considerations in terms of development applications. And I didn't really see any policies that seemed to speak to that, um, that was the only thing that really jumped out at me. So I don't know. Yeah, probably not directly, um, but I guess my response would be, I think our tiered approach framework does speak to that because we are directing growth to areas that are on the primary growth system. And, um, and we are directing growth first and foremost towards two municipalities for Anvil to to our targeted areas, which is West Steamboat, Stagecoach, and the Three Mile area of Hayden, all of which you know have appropriate infrastructure in place um, in relation to roads. And then the tier three are all on primary road systems. But that is something that we should go back that. through and, and see what kind of um, Actionable. I, I, I believe that there is the one, and I don't know whether it's policy or action, but there is one that discusses the need to come up with a, a framework for, yeah, an approach for prioritizing which roads get paved and what the criteria are. For yes, that was when uh, 
Mike Morty, our director of public works, was having lots of heartburn about, by the way. Even <laughs> though we told him that he needs to do it. <laughs> yes. But I know that that's in there. I just don't know exactly whether this might be an action item. Yeah, but I, we can double check that, um, Beth. And we... I think just, I mean, I noticed there's a trail map, but there's not a map of the road system. You know, there's there just isn't a lot of, um, and that is, our, our single biggest dollar item, yeah. uh, you know, out of the county we budget is the story map. Okay, totally. Just yeah, let's move it over. Yeah. There's a little discussion of what the county pays for. Right. Well, and then I think, I mean, I think about sort of historic things, right, that have been impacted by decisions of planning commission and the board of county commissioners, like the fact that we still get complaints about the fact that we maintain the roads in Steamboat too, but not in. Uh, across the street and you know people you know those types of things were decided during the planning process and so I, I think having some general policy philosophies with regards to <clears> there is some language in here about exploring a funding prioritization program for road maintenance improvements I saw that as well yeah uh commissioners Linda Comments? Any changes? There what are we are, missing? I have small little changes. I will email them to Christy there. I mean, some of them are more philosophical. And so it may be that you'll say, well, we should talk about it as a commission. I don't know. But overall, I think the plan definitely is um, at a stage now where with the final tweaks, we can hand this to uh, the public once we see it with some of these changes. I mean, I'll just give you an example of one I thought of, and somebody may say, no, we can't put that in there. But the first time we mentioned, uh, this is page 31, our concern about continuing widespread development of 35 acre parcels in the agriculture forestry zone district has potential to divide formerly agricultural landscapes into rural sprawl. I read that and one of the thoughts I have is the master plan needs to be something that somebody can pick up and have an understanding of what, what is a 35 acre parcel. I would reference and say, you know, in, a, in parentheses, at the time of this publication, state statute, whatever it is. In other words, I think, you know, to me, that happens to be one of the things in our growth area that is very problematic that we have no control over so let's tell them who to blame <laughs> i mean it sounds funny but until somebody and when you read it this way it's sort of like well who thought up the development of 35 acre parcels so it's kind of the same idea with an acronym the first time you see it say what it stands for that was one of the, the first suggestions i was going to send to you is put in the state statute that says the 35 acre parcel rule. That way, anybody who reads this literally is not blaming the county. Right. And uh, because it is something we have no control over. That could even go in definition. So, I, I so there, those there are kinds of things that I've seen, yeah. and I'll send them to Christy, but Perfect. there are little yeah. things that I would. But, it's, but in your head, um, in terms of getting this out to the public, it's probably close to being yes subject to the tweaks that we're talking about. It's yeah. ready to go. Okay, good. And I got the really nice 
I think only color copy yeah, out of the office. Right. And yeah. it, the color part of it's quite lovely. Color. Oh, you got a color one too. Obviously, there's some kind of discrimination thing going on here. So I don't know. This is working. I don't know. It may be that the office needs to petition for a better oh, color. Oh, now printer. we're back to the money and budget again. <laughs> okay. We don't replace printers for the planning department. It's a policy. Brian, the thoughts. I feel like a thorn between two roses. But I'm on the screen here. Uh, the roads obviously struck home with me. I happened to do a fair amount of that. And I wonder if we shouldn't be more specific. And I looked at that traffic loading count from Steamboat West as far as the percentages along different sectional highway. And I've commented on this uh, in public comments. We need passing lanes between here and Craig America. And we should be doing everything in our power to help make that happen. We are loading more and more traffic onto that road without uh, any any way to get around it. Same thing with 131, if you think about it. If you've got Stagecoach identified as a tier two growth area, where on Highway 131, when you come out, do you have passing lanes? And passing lanes are relatively inexpensive compared to the main road. Um, Brian, just point passing or turning? Passing, three lane. Like okay. you have just west of Milton, right? Okay. Or the two, those are the only two passing lanes between here and Crick is yes. there. And there That's are, why we'll need to partner with the state. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but the reason I'm bringing it up is the Biden bucks are going to be out there in the next few years. There's more money going to go out into highways, bridges, railroads, and infrastructure than has since the Eisenhower years. We would be foolish and amiss if we didn't do something to try to get some of that money to upgrade our road systems. That's the bottom line. And, and I think it should be in the master plan. We should be for the next, if this is a 10 or 15 year document, this should be a pretty hard goal for the next five to seven years to do what we can to leverage improvement of the road systems in this county. Uh, the other one, the 35 acres, and, and sometimes I'm innocent of this, but sometimes I'm not. But it strikes me that we need to do some things to encourage uh, agriculture on some of the stuff. I live in an area where we don't have any fences, but together we have 640 acres. And talking to Dean Rossi a few weeks ago and what they're doing with cattle and, and the drying climate and all that, they need more land to go to, to graze because they can't graze as long where they are historically. And so I'm wondering, rather than make a demon, uh, you know, maybe we should be reaching out to some of these areas and going, can you do something with the, you know, in place in that agricultural structure of Route County? Um, I've got a couple of technical comments. Of course you do, Brian. I know, I know. Yes, I, I, <laughs> some of them are maps, and 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 I was going to comment that Steamboat Springs was founded in 1884, not 1874. But I'll leave that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you've been mailing. No, yeah, it'll get ignored, I'm sure. Uh, but the main the main thing is the like bike paths are multimodal from 10 or 15 miles in. But if you're further than that, people aren't going to ride bikes out. 
there, even a dedicated biker like yourself is not likely to go 20 miles one way to work. I don't mind riding in, it's riding home. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also winter half the year. Yeah, we, you, we yeah. yeah. Um, and so we should be, you know, and you can also build shoulders on roads to make them much more bike friendly. And the county roads are notoriously guilty. Highway, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know, Marianne Wall, I don't know how many times I almost ran over her on 129 riding a bike. Pretty easy to do. And a three or four foot shoulder up our core roads, like 14 and 129 would do wonders. And 16, 16 is a little better, I think, for waste, but we could do a lot with shoulders very inexpensively. Okay, those are my comments. Thank you. Um, and in terms of allowing the plan to go public, subject to the this is a great, I'm really that's what I'm trying to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I've commented on that before, it's well done. So, thank far. you, Andy. Yeah, I'd echo that. The upgrades to it are, I think, in line with what I was looking for, bringing the plan kind of into the next century, maybe. Um, <laughs> obviously, there's some graphics. Uh, you know, conceptually, I like kind of the highlights of the goals and things like that, but there's obviously places where the text doesn't read. Especially like since I've had to start using these to read. I love it. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but there's other times where it actually, I think it works really well. So finding that balance between the maybe the opacity of the color that's behind the text. I see drop shadows maybe in some of the text that where it got used. Just I think it reads a little bit better online, which is really cool to me. Um, I would like to see some mention of the GIS as a resource uh, somehow. Um, like for me, I use it constantly uh, to look up property boundaries, which are not always accurate, but it talks about ownership. Get a survey. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wish I could get a survey for everything. Um, you know, uh, so I think the GIS is a tool that maybe could be referenced in the document somehow. In a couple of sections, especially like where we're talking about the economy, there wasn't really any talk about the economic impact on smaller school districts and you know the challenges, especially with how in our climate action plan, we talk about how we're transitioning from coal. Well, coal has traditionally been the way that our smaller districts have received large sources of funding that's critical. And having a child that went pre-K and just graduated, I can tell you, like the South Route School District is an absolute asset to this community that needs to be supported a heck of a lot more. Um, you didn't want to mention your daughter was valedictorian? She was salutatory, uh, uh, actually, I'm yeah. Sorry. He didn't want to mention that. <laughs> <Not at all. laughs> he didn't want to shut that up? Weighted GPA of like 5.6 or something. You know, like <laughs> super smart kid. Um, but I, I, I owe a lot of that to the South Route School District, I think. Um, somehow reinforcing the need of or how the economics impact or some of these other plans might impact and how do we prioritize finding funding for those schools. I think the county stepped up the last time there was a shortfall. You at least bridged the, the gap. 
and made it happen so we got our money. Um, what I'll probably do is just hand over my red lines for you to read versus yeah. like typing them out. Um, there's some things, some conflicts, some things missing from maps. Um, but overall, I think with a couple of tweaks, this could be rolled out and is ready for consumption. Um, so for now, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Thank so, you, Andy, as far as your graphical things, when we printed this out, we had the exact same reaction you had. Holy cow, that type is small, so it doesn't read well. And Christy and I had the conversation that we're probably not going to print out as many of these. Yeah. This is all it's mainly going to be consumed digitally. I was so, a little more optimistic than I am. I think but... five years ago, I would have had no problem reading. That. <laughs> it's not it's not you guys it's not just you though it, no i understand i understand but you know there's it's just those little things like how things are composed like i like how the the sec the different chapters have colors that tied together but some of them i.e that one the red yeah. just doesn't work as a background you know and a lot of my comments i think are really having to do with some of those visual aspects of how this document is composed. I definitely have some other things in here, you know, where I think there's some conflicting statements <clears throat> that we should discuss further. Yeah. But we can do that at another time. I think Alan, what what Andy is actually saying is he would like to see the document from a legible standpoint to be a little more age appropriate. No. <laughs> I don't think we have to I don't think we have to kinder oh, chill. Like this one works well. Yeah. The green worked okay. Yeah. There was a white one that just needed to be more opaque instead of less see-through. You know, like there's just some small things like that that when I used to put menus together, I would do the same thing. And people are like, why can't I read this clearly? Like you're trying to sell me. I need yeah. to be able to read clearly. But other than that, I think it's a highly professional document that really hits a lot of the things that we discussed and as being necessary. Perfect. The one question I did have, I didn't see anywhere here about when this is to be updated again. I heard it's been 15 years. I heard a 10 to 15. Yeah. Were we a five-year document previously? Uh, or was it 10 year? I don't remember. No, 20. 20. Well, it went 20, but it was called for like oh, five. <laughs> you know, and are we extending that exactly out to be 10? Standard. Yeah. It doesn't always happen. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't yeah. see anything really about, I must have missed the 10 to 15. It says 10 to 15. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they just don't want to commit. On your, on your first page, the formatting's all over the place. Like some of it's alphabetical, some of it goes by chairperson or not, you know. Oh, don't you worry. We we uh, we have we have hyper editors on our uh, end. Yeah. Uh, Why is there a moose in the land <laughs> use when you're talking about the Upper Elk River Valley? There's a smaller moose <laughs> like that. I actually said you that the first time it was in there, but I actually approached it as if I was a professional in the office and redlining the document before me. That's kind of how I approached looking at this particular. Well, I will look forward to all of your edits if you can read it. <laughs> so just <laughs> just take Andy Benjamin now because he won't read it anyway. I read everything. I went through this very clearly. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it. Um, Jim. Uh, Andy said that he could read this better. What did you say? Five years ago. 
Five. I can read this better five weeks ago. So, fortunately, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I had seen graphs before that. So, I, that. Uh, I, I echo the sentence that it's really a very thorough and comprehensive document, really well presented from the standpoint of a plan, particularly a master plan. So, I think in essence, it is ready to go to the public for comment. You're getting some minor comments from us now. Um, my own particular focus. Uh, is on uh, cultural and historic preservation. Uh, I don't think we can be too strong about that. Uh, my great concern is the old story Mitchell song, you know, you don't know what you got until it's gone. And, uh, and it speaks in the background how we talk about uh, um, our historic structures and artifacts are widespread and often hard to notice, and that makes them a greater risk of, of being lost. Um, it, it, it is addressed, I think, well in the matrix of actions, because it talks about things that we do and we combine yeah. historic rock county. But I think in a policy section, it might be somewhat strengthened um, as in a policy to progressively formulate the improved codes for land use and, and development that impacts historic resources. Something that nature. Also, I've got another comment, so I'll leave that as well. So you don't have to worry about right now. But awesome. it's, a, it's an area that I, I, I really, I do strongly believe we need to, to, to strengthen. Uh, we've seen an incredible amount of growth just recently. The COVID and surge in prices and everything that's going on the base and, and, and people moving into Colorado generally. And uh, um, I, I was interviewed actually this past week uh, by an author out of uh, Arizona who's writing a book on, on um, the growth and development of the West and in particular wanted to focus on small towns. Now, I don't know how he found it, but he did. And uh, we talked for, for about an hour, and, and I was expressing that very concern that uh, that you you got to have some you got to have some teeth to what you got, or like John mentioned, you're not going to know what you got until it's gone. So to extent that we can strengthen that in the policies, and then we've already got it, I think, really pretty well formulated in the actions. But uh, I tie those two together, and and maybe as you revisit the policy a little bit, I think it might add a little more strength in the actions as well. But otherwise, that's just a really great document. I think the outside consultants and staff are doing a terrific job. And, and, and then I'll pick up on Andy's comment again about it. I don't know that we redo a master plan any time frame that we call for, but I think revisiting the master plan actually every five years is a good idea. It's simply revisiting every five years. There's nothing else you get the planning commission and the staff at that time to have a program cycle in which they sit down and look at it again. And then what happened in the last five years? And then are there any updates or adjustments or, or uh, modifications that, that are appropriate? Not redoing the whole plan, but just fine tuning it. You know? That's right. And to your point, I think the implementation matrix will be really helpful to us to use to keep us uh, keep us in check. Exactly. <laughs> to make sure and continue to check in right. and making sure that we are um, implementing uh, those actionable items. Other than that, yeah, job well done. Great comments, thank you. Thank you. Bill. Well, I tend to agree with everybody. The amount of information that the past put in this plan is amazing. And it's really, it addresses just about every part of Route County. It's not just the rural area, right? But almost like it's hard to come into the scheme where there's street lights. Dirt roads and sidewalks? No. And how how we pave some of the highways down there? No. 
gathering especially like you guys have already gathered a bunch of information that could be helpful to us so sharing of that would be helpful but we are undergoing this definitely we started, for a resource our, our last meeting was the first meeting where we discussed process actually and so that's where oak creek is in the in that is my band color it already is budget coach I got a comment on what Goliath was saying. It's like moving cattle. You know, I got trouble just finding places for my horses. And so is Linda. Everybody's just moving up. Prices are going up. Not diesel. We used to be hay. Trying to find hay for my animals is just insane. But what Goliath was saying, where do we put the cows? They eat 10 times more than my horses do. And what Ross is just moving into stagecoach of all places. Over in the condominiums, they've got cows up under the decks. And literally putting electric fences up all over out there just so we can find them places to eat grass. I, I did have the opportunity to have a number of conversations with local ag producers over the graduation circuit. And I specifically made a point to ask some questions about that. And some of the feedback that I received was really interesting where we, we myself at least, I see 35s as a problem. One particular producer argued that the 35s were critical in the form that you could actually link enough of them together to be able to still be economically profitable if they were truly being used, you know, in the way that they could. Another producer said a bigger problem is these 500 or 700, 1,000 acre ranches that are being consumed and the ag is actually being reduced. They're becoming more hobby. Right. Another producer talked about a matrix of ag status. You know, just because you have two llamas and a goat doesn't really make you ag, but if you have two llamas, a goat, five chicken, you know, like, in the effort to help them to find more what ag is, pigs, pigs. Uh, I mean, so I think the community actually there's some appetite for that discussion, especially within. Um, my daughter was involved in the FFA for the last four years, so we, you know, we, we, there's a lot an appetite to work with them to kind of help get that definition moving a little bit forward. It shocked me to hear him say that 35 were really not as much of a problem as the big ranches. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we're really, really in good shape to move on. It's really good. It was easy to read. It was presentable. And that was just a black mark. <laughs> 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 well, yours was hand delivered. Like a merciful. Thank you. We have a lot of 
Um, thank you, Bill. Um, I think at this point, unless I'm missing the mark, the consensus is, is it ready to go to the public? The answer is yes. Um, you've got some tweaks coming. So that's kind of bullet point one to bullet point two, I guess the last one, and I probably twisted. Does anyone think that the schedule that's been outlined is unmanageable, unwieldy, impossible, what have you? And the lack of the heads are all shaking, it's fine. I didn't understand the outreach at the very after adoption. Is that talking about like informative? Yeah, yeah going back out. So we did, follow yeah. up. Yeah, okay, exactly. I understand it. Uh, I think your three questions and goals have been answered slash accomplished. I think I just have one question, and I think I know the answer, but I just would like to clarify. Um, you are already planning to budget for an update of the zoning regulations because that would be the only thing timeline wise to be the budget process for next year. Yeah, yeah. So um, I've been having discussions with Jay, and yes, that's on our radar, and we will hope to um, put an RFP this fall. Um, and uh, start bringing somebody on board <laughs> a consultant to help out with that update process um, for early next year. Great, thanks. Perfect. Maybe anything else? Um, I believe that's all we have. Um, we have like a really short administrator's report, but okay. um, I'd say let's go to administrator's report. Uh, we have planning commission scheduled for July 7th, so we okay. don't have anything next week, uh, but we do have some items on July 7th. You and anything next week, anyway, would you? We would. This is an off week. This is a special meeting. Yeah, well, well, I know that. Next week would be the Next week would not happen. Sometimes but, I think I'm losing it. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm all right. The world is a test. Oh, thanks. <laughs> And then I anticipate there being <coughs> the 7th, the 21st, and then the first week of August, the first week of August as well. And what we would, I guess, here uh, rather tack a joint meeting onto a normal planning commission night where we'll have items. I would recommend um, an off night if I scheduled that or uh, coordinate that with. Everybody here, if you, if you prefer that option. Well, I think if we can keep a short leash on the time, well, seriously, and then, yeah, probably. Yeah. Does it work for you guys? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Wherever you guys want to do works for me. Okay. Wow. I have some August conflicts, but we'll just see what it comes about. Okay. I, I, I think we would need to discuss the appropriateness of the 49 commissioners being at a planning commission hearing where a decision or an application is being considered. I didn't think that, I thought we were yeah. talking about an off meeting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's right. so. Sorry. Quite official. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And uh, the last item, uh, I'm sure you all got the email, but uh, Chris Berkshire, after her 42 years. <laughs> of service for the company. Her last day is next Friday, but we have a retirement party scheduled for her next Thursday. Um, everybody here is invited. Um, so just as a friendly reminder, 35 minutes from.
Perfect. Very good. Anything else? I believe that's it for now. I think we're adjourned. You're very efficient, Mr. Chair. I tried to. <laughs> Thank you very much.